0: been waiting any longer so let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see.
1: Ladies and gentlemen,
0: the one, the only, miss Judy Gold. Uh let
2: me, let me, let me... Oh, welcome to Kill Me Now. This is my boy's for today. <laughs>
0: Uh, Hey, welcome to Kill Me Now. All
2: right. Uh, Welcome to Kill Me Now. My name's Judy Gold. You abandoned it so quickly. I know. I wasn't wasn't into it because now I can hear myself and I realize what a fucking asshole I sound like. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to uh, Kill Me Now. Um, We're here. Well, Patrick's on the board. Um, uh, God knows what will happen with that. And uh, Hennessy's here. Hey, he yeah. hey, good to be here. And I love our guest today. Oh, I love man. our guest today. But, by the way, I've been trying. I've wanted this guest for a really long time. Truth. but she abandoned New York <laughs> and moved to L.A. Yes, and sir. now, I and every time she's here, I'm like, "You're fucking here," and you didn't know. And I, I bumped into her. At Eastville. Yeah. On Friday night or Saturday. What night was it? Saturday. Saturday night, yeah. And uh, I was like, you better... And do my podcast. And she was like, I don't really want to, but okay.
1: Uh, It's a classic Judy Gold invitation. Yeah.
2: And here she is, ladies and gentlemen, the incredible
1: Laurie martin Thank you, man. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, bitches. Yeah,
2: bitches. Yeah. Okay. I
1: just want to. I thought this would be in your apartment. That's half the reason I accepted, is I wanted to see your apartment. We do do some of
0: them in my apartment. I looked up equipment the other day self-recording like yeah. um, they have yeah. these little boxes with you know foam yeah. in it and everything uh, so that it gets I rid have of it. the
2: you i you put do? foam all over the door by the way
0: oh you did yeah Remember I had someone when I did co- that? yeah
1: and it didn't work
0: no it didn't, work. <laughs> didn't The point work. is is i don't get to see your apartment and you I, can't
2: see my, next time you're here you'll see my apartment all i'm saying uh, i think it would be right. a
0: good investment for the future, yeah, that's great. And then we can do it. So at
2: your I have no money, yeah. Um, so I just want you to know today yeah. fucking sucks. on kill me now. It's pouring out. Mm-hmm. Um, I this morning. Um, I just want everyone to know I went inside because I've been traveling, and I went inside the little, uh, my little jewelry case, and one of my mother's hoop earrings that I love is gone, and I lost. Last year, about this exact time, I lost a tiny diamond earring my mother bought me. Uh, so now that's two earrings. I um, My kids have broken. I had two Waterford vases that were my great-grandparents because they threw a fucking uh, Nerf football. <laughs> that's one of them. And the other one was they Henry was beating up Ben and they bumped into the piano and boom. So... Um, now, I had I had my whole fit where I'm like, God, why are you doing this to me? And then I have to realize it's just a thing. Mm-hmm. But I want my fucking earring, and I'm in a really bad mood. Yeah. So, and then um, I'm teaching my class, and these are the texts I get from Ben. Okay.
1: Well, he and he knows you're teaching right now.
2: Right. So okay. I said I'm teaching. So this is how it begins. I write you have PT today at 5:40. Mom and I have your parent-teacher conference at five thirty. I love you. Okay, what's the number to get someone in for Chelsea Pierce? Because he plays basketball. Chelsea Pierce at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote. I can't now. Teaching. Okay. Twelve oh seven. Can you send the number now? Or are you still teaching? <laughs> one twenty one. I'm teaching. Who do you want to bring? Evan. I want to call now so I can make sure he can come. Mommy. Mommy, can you please respond?
1: Mommy, wait, still at fifteen? I said, is he,
2: <laughs> is he sixteen? Uh, yes, he's sixteen. Are you calling? Gives me the number. He needs to bring ID, and they'll let him in. That's him. And he has to fill out a waiver. Okay. And you need to get a guest pass. They'll take care of you at the front desk. Is a school ID okay? Is a school ID okay? Is a school ID? I can't fucking take it. (laughs) Okay, so um, as we're on the air right now, my um, publicist just sent me um, a text. And I'm glad I'm with um, Laurie Kilmartin when I say this. And I, it's upsetting. Yeah. Don Rickles died.
0: Oh. I know.
1: Yeah. I didn't know. You hmm. just found out just seconds
0: ago? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Damn. We were going to have him on the show. Oh, no. Really? Hennessy, shut up. No, we weren't. I mean, a lot of people
2: asked us to. Okay. Not the right thing to say.
1: <laughs> At Wait. the death, not it's not about us, okay? <laughs> I, of course, I think it gave is. gave it a couple seconds before you made it about well, you. Here's oh the thing. my was How is it about what him? That? He's narcissist. gone.
0: He's gone. It only affects us. It's a loss on
1: many levels, it is a loss your roster. On
0: many uh. levels, I just I was really looking forward to meeting him.
1: I, his manager is a, a total dick. And I, I Who, who's I, his really, manager? I don't know. So it was. It's. He's probably. It's probably one of those old manager-client relationships where Rickles was his only client. Right. But myself and Bernadette Polly and Katie Kennedy, uh, a couple of comics um, in L.A., went to go see him at the Canyon Club. Right. And we waited afterwards, and I said, "We're all comedians, you know." gave some resumes. John Rickles. Yes. Mm. This is the Jew Bell, but oh, the way. I anything had no idea. Jewish? I thought. It, I thought the story was already taking too no. long, and that was her no, way of saying ahead. wrap up. <laughs> No, it's the Jubel. Go ahead. Um, and uh, we could see Rickles back there doing a meet and greet, and I'm just like, we just want to praise him and say, "Hey, you're great." Right. And uh, and he wouldn't let us back there, and the I manager? think he didn't believe us because we were women, and I think guys would have got in there. Mm. I, I was really pissed, and then he came to do Conan, and I saw the please look the up the manager manager's name. Yeah, he's an old guy really? who's who who probably just lost his only client, but he was an asshole. I'm sure he was Jewish.
2: Um, Lori, I'm so excited (laughs) to have you on. I'm excited.
0: Um, Now,
2: is the manager Jewish? I'm looking. Now. Um, Oh, my God. Lori, I am a big fan of yours. And often you have done things that have made me feel proud to be a part of this community of comedians because you have integrity you're smart you're a hard worker you're funny it's
1: just it's Thank so you. great
2: to be a
1: cohort yes um, of of yours yes okay so and by the way i feel the same way about you and you were when i moved here you yeah. were like the Queen of New York. And be and well, I mean before you moved changed. here I kept seeing, it always changes, right? But when I, I kept seeing your picture in JFL, you know, do you remember that old comedy magazine? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And you had the the Jerry Curl. Well oh, please. And I was that's like, oh girl. my God. And I saw your you know, I saw your T V appearances evening at the Improv right. and stuff and I was like, this lady's amazing. Really? Yeah. And we're like, we I don't have you. anyone like her in San Francisco. Thank you. You were so on the crowd and and so in attack mode, it was really it was really exciting to see. Right, and now, um,
2: you know, it's I would get a lot of shit at that time though too. I you bet. Know? yeah and I was just like fuck you this is who I am yeah. you know that's why I love you because that you are who you are now um, just uh, you are the author of Shitty Mom which is on the New York Times bestseller list for a week yeah, yeah. It, was. it was on the New York Times
0: bestseller <laughs> <One> list <week. laughs> um, you sound like a comic
1: <laughs> you also wrote another book is that correct I just finished a book uh, that's coming out in February. Yes. Dead people suck. Right. And it's about grieving and hospice and cancer, being the ch- adult child of an old person who dies. Right. I um I could have helped you write that. Actually, um, I'm about to get my edits back, so you probably can jump Okay, in. thank you. Um, I just
2: turned in the manuscript.
1: That's awesome. Uh, you are a fuck
2: it. You work really hard, but I want to go back. I want to go back to your humble beginnings. Cool. Uh, in California, you mm-hmm. were a California girl, and yet you're so not a California girl.
1: Um, in your essence. You, oh yeah, I feel like as uh, soon as I landed in New York, I was like, oh, yeah, this is where i was supposed to be born. Like I
2: never. I always thought you were from like Pennsylvania or Ohio or something and then moved to New York. I never knew you were a West Coast person.
1: Yeah. Mm hmm.
2: So um, and your family was very Catholic. Yes. Mm hmm.
1: Um like how religious? Uh dad went to mass constantly and then my mom didn't. Do you think um, it was an O C D thing? <laughs> uh he you know, I've spent the last couple years trying to figure him out now that he's dead. Right. You know, it's it's so much easier to get a clearer view of them when they're not there. It'd right, be so right. great if you could have one one Q and A, like two years after they died, just right. to answer all the questions right. that come up after that right. only come up. But after I they got. Died.
2: But it. I mean, my father died in nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. I still have questions. So right, I, it's it's not even two years. It's got to be every five years. Yeah, once a year, a review. Yeah, a review yeah. every year. Yes, of you're like right.
1: yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um. So he. So he was very, very religious. Um. Why was he so religious? He was just raised that way. He okay. was raised by super religious people. And in California. Uh, no, his parents um, were born in Albany, Irish Catholic in Albany. Oh, very and nice. The dad, my grandfather, his dad was a man- a store manager, uh-huh. and he got bumped to. Uh, yeah, you know, a few places, and he ended up in Topeka managing a pretty Kansas. big- Kansas. Yes. So they were like the early Catholics in Topeka, right. and they were very, they all kind of all went to mass together because right. they were surrounded by KKK. Right. Uh, so um, so he was rele- re- reared in that very religious okay. way. And then um, what about your mom? Mom um, probably uh, resented the Catholic Church, but didn't have the language to do it. So right. she would just get sick on Sundays and then ask us to pray for her, and she'd get better when we returned. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did she get sick? She'd get a migraine every Sunday morning. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Do you
2: get migraines? I don't, no. Yeah, I And, you, okay. and, and hers have stopped. Yeah, so oh, that's, so, it's, that's it's miraculous. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it really is. Thank okay. you, St.
2: Bernadette.
0: Have you heard of uh, Up? I love Up. I love secondhand stores.
2: Yeah, I know, I know that you love secondhand stores, and you told me that you um, buy your winter clothes in Maui, which is really a good place to buy it, winter clothes. It's
0: actually a perfect place to buy winter clothes, because Why? you go to the secondhand stores on Maui, mm-hmm. and all of the tourists and people that decide they want you know, to move there, they get rid of all their winter clothes, mm-hmm. and they take them all to the secondhand stores. So it's a and then you get money. them cheaper. But here's the thing: I can't always go to Maui, right? So wouldn't you rather do it quickly on the internet? Yes, the I intranet. Would, I would love if Hawaii was, you know, far enough along to be able to. <laughs> but you know, sometimes
2: like uh, you want to get like designer, cl- like if I'm going go to get something secondhand or gently used, as they say. I, it has to be well-made and like good designers. Absolutely. And my kids do that too. You know, like they'll buy like sneakers or like a used fucking hoodie. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but um, you can go on thread up and thredUP.com. Slash Judy.
0: This really Slash is. Judy, and you get forty percent off your first order. Uh, truly, everything there is up to ninety percent off already. So you're right. getting forty percent off of ninety so percent off. I mean, just go and order a whole bunch of shit so that you could get this big deal on a huge order, and get some clothes for. I mean, summers. No, gonna but be here. you can
2: also get. It's not only clothes. It's like they have stuff from coach shoes handbags free people lululemon uh j crew zara they have valentino shoes Mm -hmm. i mean valentino shoes are like a thousand (laughs) dollars and you'd get them for like 100 and then you get 40% off, you get them for $60. $1,000 $1, shoes. I mean,
0: that's ridiculous. And I, w- I was checking out the woods. So much of this stuff has never been used. Right. Ever. It's brand new, uh, brand new styles. Everything is really up to date with what's hip and cool I'm right going now. On, I'm actually going on thread up today. It's I'm not so kidding, good. Because I
2: need some clothes. I need, there's like certain things that I, and I don't want to go out. I don't want to spend, you know, money, retail, and I don't want to spend the time when I
0: could just shop at home. Especially New York City. I know. It's, it's a nightmare. This is perfect. Especially, if, you know, you're a New Yorker. You're going to always be tight on cash. But if Wherever you're into, you are, like, like you're an American.
2: If, if you're into shopping secondhand, which I know a lot of people are. Mm. I mean,
0: a lot of people. When I go, oh, my God, I love that. And they're like, oh, I got a secondhand. Remember when people used to make fun of it? And now it's like the chic thing to do. Right
2: now it's cool because the whole thrill of it is getting the deal. Yeah, and now you can get the deal sitting in your apartment. Yeah, and so, or house clothes wherever that, you live
0: that may not have even ever been used. Right,
2: you don't have to dig through that. The part, the shitty, the great part is getting the deal. The shitty part is going through everything. Hours you need to set right. aside. So this is like the greatest thing, it and is. it's like all cool, uh, trendy, like really hot kind of stuff i'm going on there right now threadupcom
0: slash judy for an extra additional 40 percent off it's already 90 percent off use code judy that's like 9 10 12 that's like 130 percent you're basically making money by shopping right here. right they're paying you yeah go go get yourself get you know one of your buddies that knows how to stylize you and and, and if you go through the, if, the website and you know that our president is not into the epa <laughs> right
2: and, and most clothes that are not used or thrown out go into landfills. Mm-hmm, that's true. And now you can wear them on your body. Yeah, let's. I mean, help the and world. And You know, it's like always like some rich person who's like, "Oh, I bought these, and you know what? I put them on and I like them."
0: And yeah, how, how many? How many pairs of? You know, pants or coats do you have sitting in your closet with tags still on them from oh. when you still got them, you know? Well, not and now, me. Not me. Now these are, I mean, these trends are coming back around. So. Yeah, that's right. So go to threadup.com slash Judy. With get... code Judy. Also. Oh, I thought... Threadup.com slash Judy, code Judy.
2: Oh, well, whatever. Promo code J U D Y, all caps, okay? And you will be very, very happy and sexy. I get the last word. You grew up in Walnut Creek right uh,
1: did we, you ever work the Walnut Creek Punchline I you think must so have. I you must, must have,
2: have. yeah uh, ha, do you work there I mean it
1: closed in right.
2: the mid 90s but, but when I, you worked there was oh, it yeah. weird
1: uh, because it was hometown it was strange a lot of high school yeah you know now uh,
2: you're, so and you have a sibling you have, have a, a sister sibling. I have a
1: sister uh, and do you guys, did you guys fight growing up or? Uh, nothing nothing abnormal we it's, were like four and a half years apart so just right. far enough apart where we didn't share anything right did you hate her or I got resentful when she learned to cook and right. I felt like I felt like she was showing me up, right? <laughs> Which it became super homemaking, right? Uh, but it, you know, yeah, but you're not the homemaking. Exactly. Type. I realized later that people can have their own interests. Right. Oh, well, I'm not, very if happy they're succeeding. They're not doing it to piss you off. Right. They're actually right. enjoying what they like. What to is do.
0: taking so long? Um, Are I, you I, down at I, Robin it role? Might be Peter La- no That's not Jewish. The mother could be looking, Jewish, I'm, right? I'm checking on it. Yeah,
2: so. the mother could be Jewish. Yeah. very nice. So um, <laughs> did you? Grow, so you grew up in not a diverse community.
0: No, it's pretty white,
1: white, very white. Yeah. No, any Jews? There was um, one family that was Jewish, yeah. and there the guy across the street uh, painted like KKK on their house. Right.
2: I got that mm. when I was growing up too. It was oh, really God. fun. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and were, then, you,
2: were no, you friends yeah. with him or her?
1: Her. Uh, no, they. Everyone I was friends with was on the swim team. So right. if they had been on the swim team then yeah they sort of kept to themselves so
2: did your parents go over there at all like in my neighborhood growing up like someone moved in and everyone went over to the house to welcome them and stuff
1: no we came in came in after they were there oh okay and uh, this was like a cul-de-sac suburb everyone Moves into their house and they never see each other again yeah it was more like that I mean it was a little less so that you you know you did see your neighbors but now everyone's just stays indoors like kids stay indoors but when I was a kid we'd you know bike up and down oh my god
2: this was like when I grew up like this is what my kids do well they go out all the time Mm -hmm. Um, but it was like you left the house it was like be home at dinner yeah and that was it they didn't know what the fuck you did all day Right. You, you played we played yeah we created playtime yeah. things um so were you popular in school mm,
1: no uh-uh. i was a little like on the nerd uh, and you nerd were a good smart student side, and i had yeah. glasses and all that stuff yeah so it's I was really great put over there
2: uh try being six feet to 13. <laughs> oh okay i'm not comparing uh, right. i'm not comparing no it's the same shit now how did you get into swimming
1: uh, it was just the thing to do, and then I was pretty good at it, and then I pursued it further.
2: Oh my God! God. I got soaked.
1: That oh my is God.
2: thunder.
1: Oh my God! Do you think God. God's mad
2: at me for screaming at him about my mother's earring?
1: Maybe God found your earring. God is doesn't exist. Get, God, please. Okay. So doesn't exist. God. So um <laughs> he's Jewish. And your neighbors across the street. I forgot.
2: Okay. So. You're on this. I'm really fascinated by this whole swim team thing. Really? So, yes. Okay. So, you're on the swim team. Uh, How old were you when you started swimming?
1: Uh, I was like four. And then. And then I competed on a team that just worked, just swam and trained and competed in the summertime. And then there was something called AAU.
2: That's what my son's on. Oh, for so, basketball. Yeah. So
1: in swimming, back then, if you went AAU, that yeah. meant you were ineligible to swim on a recreational team because you've been working out all summer. Right. Right. I mean, all winter. So you're right. obviously much stronger. So you right. just—it's one or the other. It's like part time or full time. Right. And so I decided to go full time. I guess like when I was. Uh, 13 or 14 years old. And did
2: your parents like drive you to all yes, these swim Yes, my dad drove me to everything. Really? Yes,
1: early morning, 5:30 in the morning, getting in the Toyota Tercel and driving to oh, the Oh, very Arons. nice yeah. Toyota Tercel. <laughs> very nice. We had a Pontiac.
2: <laughs> so, um Okay. The swim culture. Yeah. Uh like we know what the basketball culture is. We know, you know, what is I mean, did, first of all, were you ever going to be an Olympian?
1: No, um, I was training with people who were right, and I like. I was, and do you know any who, like who anyone we would know? Nobody famous, like right. people that have just won single gold medals. <laughs> Not Michael Phelps. Like Not Michael ho, Phelps. Like no, ho. like um, the, I swam at UCLA. My the only year I swam there was with this guy named Bruce Hayes. Uh huh. You may he now he came out later on. But he was, you know, closeted during the like 84 Barry Manilow, games. yeah. <laughs> but he, do you remember that guy, the albatross? He was this East West German swimmer named Mikhail Gross, and his uh-huh. wingspan arm arm length it was over seven feet. No fucking he was way. It's called the albatross, right? And if you if you look this up on YouTube, there's this amazing race. It's the four by two hundred free relay in the L uh, A. Olympics, and Bruce Hayes, who was like five six and weighed about one twenty, but all sinew right was up against uh the albatross, right? They're, they're both swimming the anchor. How tall is the albatross? Uh, six, at least six, seven, okay. at least six, just a gigantic. And it, and they both dive in around the same time, and it, uh, as soon as they come up for the dive, the albatross is three quarters of body, like the head of Bruce right. Hayes, be, just because of body body right. length. And then slowly, very slowly, Bruce Hayes, this tiny fucking machine, just overtakes him and touches him out at the very end. And even when you know the conclusion to the it's race, so you're watching it's so exciting, heart stopping. Yeah. Mm. yeah, And He won a gold medal. He won he won his relay, the gold medal. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Um.
2: So it, you described it as being cultish—the whole swimming. Yeah, I
1: mean my, you know, my swim coach is in prison for. Yes, I didn't get there yet. I didn't get <laughs> oh, there sorry. yet. Uh, um, we can delete that and we'll okay. go. We'll no, go. it's fine. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, it is very much so because because he was he moved from team to team and wasn't caught for a long time and people just were like, well, he makes the Olympians, so you know. Um.
2: So, the pool at UCLA is beyond nice. That outdoor pool. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is a nice one. Yeah, because oh, I was a uh, I did a show at the Geffen,
1: and oh, uh, wow. I was right there, and that. Um It's really it's well. There's a there was another pool. Yeah. Now this is back in eighty three or eighty four, and there's a at the time there was a men's and women's team. Right. The men's team got cut because of uh, they wanted to give the money to football because they had to you know they had to do well. It's more way more gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, they just cut a bunch of men's team to make up for football. So they could very important equality. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, but at the time, the women's team swam in the really dank, crappy pool, and the men's team. Uh, Ron Ballotor's that's, so that's so great. That's so great. I know. <laughs> um, okay. So
2: you're, um, we're going to get into the, so Andy is the name of your. Andy King. Yeah. yeah that's my swim coach. Yeah. Swim coach.
1: Um If you Google Andy King swim coach, you'll see his, his, uh, his oh, mugshot. Oh, I got, it's can pretty, you Google it's pretty, the
2: mugshot please? He's now. He's pretty gross. Okay. So he's your swim coach. Mm-hmm. He's married. Mm-hmm.
1: Kids. No, he married a swimmer mm-hmm. who was 17 when they met, or hooked up. Oh, that was okay. old for him, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, 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 I mean, looking back, that was, parents like, totally didn't give inappropriate. A shit. No, parents didn't know back then, and I don't right. think they thought of... They thought of it as child abuse if right. a 16 or 15 year old was going out with an older male. It was just like, like, I've,
2: like, what do you think of the Celine Dion thing? Like, Celine Dion met him. She was a young girl. She was like 12. Right. Right. And then, you know, he's her man. And then they end up getting married. She, she has never kissed another person. Yeah. She's led a strange life.
1: Yeah. Ew, he's
2: gross, Andy.
1: Yeah. Fuck him. I'm going to Let me see the picture again.
2: Yeah, Ugh. that's him. Okay, so you, um, you're on. How old were you when you met? Started working with Andy. Uh,
1: his wife Diane coached my rec team. That's uh-huh. why I met him. Right. So I guess eleven or twelve. Okay,
2: and he. Like tell me how the abuse Well I it's not like you yeah. know this gymnastics thing that's going on. That's it's which, just as bad as swimming. Right. So yeah. I, I mean, reading about this doctor Nasser, Larry Nasser, who literally Ugh. stuck his fingers inside like they the parents are sitting there. You really? got to read about this guy. Yeah, I kind of I skimmed it. Yeah, At some so point, he I can't would. He it, said he had. You know, in order to relieve their back or whatever, he had to stick his fingers in their vagina, and he would be treating them. And he front have of the parents, ta- this yes, is he'd have like a towel over them. He'd stick the finger in the vagina and leave it there for like you know he'd have it in there. Oh my and, god! Um, Such a
0: power play, right?
2: Fuck. And now all of these gymnasts have come forward. That he stuck his fingers in their vaginas. Oh, my you God. Know? Did the what a,
1: parents know? or was No, he,
2: they had no idea. Like, they're in the room and he's just doing his
1: thing. And, and the they, kids are probably like, do I feel what I feel? Like right. You, you would doubt yes. what you're feeling just right. because your parents are there and it makes no sense. Right, right. <gasps> Fuck. Yeah, you got to read about it. All right. Unless it, God. you know. So
2: d- d- when did he start sexually harassing you? or Um, abusing you it
1: wasn't like it wasn't I wasn't abused in a in a classic sense I mean he made a last minute ploy for me that Mm. was very damaging to me emotionally right But, but it wasn't like some of the girls he started grooming at 12 or younger were there was two in my on my team in particular that had serious emotional you know responses to it like their lives were ruined you know
2: and they must have been very young very young yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. and uh and you
2: did you know during this time
1: no no i knew there was other stuff going on with other coaches i mean the whole it was just so corrupt especially in the eighties. it was so corrupt. Every almost every coach was having sex with a female swimmer, right? And it was just no big deal. And like, do you think
2: it still goes on today? Yeah, but less so, I'm sure,
1: because people are more aware of it. Very much more aware. Um, And you were probably like, I'm not fucking putting up. I mean, you're. Well, I wasn't his type, right? And I think he was just desperate when he tried to do something with me, right? I I don't know. So had
2: so. What, you went to visit him? What what no, happened? No, I was
1: I was home from um, for Christmas break. Right, I had gone to UCLA and uh, uh, I was having trouble. I was bulimic, and I was I thought it would get better as soon as I got away from my mother, and it got okay. way worse. Right, and so I was kind of having trouble with that. And he said, "Come here, I need to talk to you. So come over to my house." And, he, and uh, so I did, and then he sort of kind of threw himself on me and I was like what the fuck's happening like I couldn't because this guy was like a father figure to me and he'd never done anything like that to me before so I was sort of shocked and mercifully his wife who I knew from walks in walks in because she had just been fired right so she came home early and he jumped off of me and she had no idea and I was just like wait stunned right and and I'm like okay I gotta go and then that so was she that.
2: didn't. She didn't. Uh, I don't think so. Did you tell your parents when you went home? No. I'm sure. I
1: just was like, that. There's no way that happened. I mean, right. I would never. Because you can't fucking believe it. You can't believe it. The guy's married. I know. It's like this is. Why would anyone do that? It Doesn't make sense. You.
2: Do you think it had? Do you think your bulimia was a result of
1: it ha- had happened before and you didn't remember? No, or? it wasn't. I mean, it was definitely. Like when I was swimming, like I I got very busty very quickly, right. and I was called cans constantly on the swim team, oh, which god. I now realize. Wow, my coach should have stepped in and stopped that right, instead right. of laughing mm-hmm. at it and right. encouraging it. And uh, I just didn't realize it, you know. Like I think now we parents are so much more aware. Of, oh like, my that's god, na- you don't do that. No, to that's my kid. inappropriate. Yeah. yeah, and no one paid attention. Uh, the whole seventies, the whole parents were not paying attention. In a, uh, good, in a way that's good, in a way that's bad, because this stuff happens. You just give your kid to a coach and assume they're okay. Right, you trust a, them. Like, you give them to a priest, right. you assume they're okay. Well, we right, were also
0: yeah. not allowed to talk about, you know, the, the private parts. Or, okay. Right. Oh, yeah. It say, was so... You so, were not alive in the 70s. <laughs> but even in the 80s and 90s, it was very <laughs> taboo. But the so 70s I can only imagine. was... 70s nice was <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, but <laughs> the 70s was a very total neglect. I mean, honestly, uh, my parents had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Yeah, you know, um, the it, it, but there was something great about it too. You know, because. Yeah. but there were yeah we didn't the thing is you didn't talk about shit like that stuff
1: went unnoticed like they didn't know what I I wasn't doing crazy stuff but I was thinking crazy thoughts right and I spent a lot of time I would organize pictures of female movie stars by their thinnest to their you know and and I spent a lot of time being obsessed with that stuff and I wish my mom would have been like what are you doing? Why right. is there a scrapbook of noses to figure out which is the best nose? And right. why are you insane? Like, no well, one people stepped don't, in. No one was, in, like, introspective like that.
2: But yeah. do you feel like... Uh, what What do you feel like... What the
0: fuck is that? I'm doing Facebook Live, and supposedly even if your phone is off, it will still beep. Mm. Not cool Okay, Facebook. that's great. So,
2: it, do you, where do you think the... I mean, eating disorders, I mean... I, I'm not an expert, but seemed to be a lot about control.
1: Uh, and when did you begin? Uh, I only when uh, when I matured, you know, Right. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of like a normal flat chested, tall, muscular kid. Right. Until I was like 12 and a half. And then all of a sudden I had hips and boobs and right. I didn't want them. Right. I, w- I liked being athletic looking. Maybe and I you,
2: liked... Maybe you're trans.
1: That's possible. <laughs> Shut up. Would I have had that thought once before in my life? Yeah. Had, had, were I trans. Then. Yeah. But so, no, and so I just didn't know what to do with them. Right. And they didn't fit them in a swimsuit. Like I had to like sho- Even now, I, if I put on a swimsuit, I have to shove my boobs in a certain way. It's right. like, Why are these here? Right. <laughs> and they were barely used when I was breastfeeding. So right. you know. Really? Yes. They weren't. They weren't the aid I thought they would be. Right.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more.
1: Play it at play.it.
2: So you're in, you go to UCLA, you're very, you, 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 you leave, do you leave school after this? After, after, yeah, after after my. After
1: Andy tries to. I went back to UCLA and then uh, I, so that was like December that he did that. And then, then I had dropped out by April, I think. And do you it was it because of him? Yes, it was complete denial and complete. What have I done? Like I completely thought that I had uh, ruined a good man and I had caused this person to act this way. Well, and i I took and and to cheat on his wife and to try to cheat on his wife at, at least and and, uh, and meanwhile, I felt... you terrible. but
2: you'd never talked about it with anyone. No, 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 and he hadn't been caught yet. No, uh-. Uh-uh. So this is all going on in your head.
1: No, yeah, that's right, That's right. Um, so
2: you drop out? Do your parents say, Lori, why are you dropping out of school?
1: No, my parents at that point, I was, I think, were afraid of me and afraid of. I'm afraid of you. Like I was spiraling out of control. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and they they just didn't know what to do, and as they weren't introspective people, and they never, they didn't tread emotionally. They weren't right. people that knew how to talk about emotions. Right. And so they, you know, their solution was, well, we'll just leave her alone here. Like right. it, it was just a lot of, we'll just leave you alone to figure it out. Do, um, were you funny? Yeah. Yeah. Like quirky, funny, quick? Quick with friends. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm uh, still not quick with a bunch of guys around. They're you just because they're stupid. They take up so much. Even they, I like know. I was, when I was judging the roast battle a couple nights ago, yeah. it, the four other judges were dudes. And I know how I am like, when I'm with you, when I'm right. with Jackie Cache, when right. I'm talking to other female comics. I'm a lot louder and right. just... Feel comfortable in my personality, and I felt like this big. (laughs) I would like Big J on the right and a UFC champion on the left, and (laughs) Dave Smith and Rich Voss. I was. I don't know. It's it's interesting how even having one other female voice there with you really changes the dynamic of something. It's
2: it's, yeah. I I don't know. There's something where I want to go. Fuck you. Shut the fuck.
1: (laughs) You know. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you. That was a tangent. I don't know how that ended up that way, but uh, it doesn't what were you matter. talking
2: about. Okay. Um okay. So then uh you're dropped out and yeah. how soon after did they do this whole exposé
1: on 2020 about your That was a while ago. I mean, I mean that was a was while that... from that time. So what did you do after you dropped out? After I dropped out, this is interesting. I I went back to swim for him because he was still teach swimming uh, teaching. even though you had all this. yes, okay. I just buried it. I pretended okay. like it didn't happen, but I happened to have gained sixty pounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> i don't I didn't put oh, two and by two together the way. whatsoever, yeah, and um. Uh, Well, I I was I was on the process of gaining it and I started swimming for him again. And I felt like such a failure. And it's like you 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 know, you're you swim on a team for four years and you're supposed to get picked by college and then you go off into the sunset. And here I was picked by a good college and I was back swimming with, you know, the new seniors and everyone had aged up and they're like, what? What are you doing back here? Right. (laughs) Like, shouldn't you know. But did he ever say anything? Like, no. He never did, and then he was also coaching my co- my high school team. Yeah. I worked for him as an assistant coach, right? And and I w- still wasn't thinking about that thing. I just put it out of my mind. And then I heard he was having sex with um, one of the fifteen year olds. No on No way, team. not on my college team. How'd you find I mean, out? Uh, I one of the other swimmers said something, okay. and then I remember what he did to me, and I was like. Oh, this is, I need to, this isn't good. So I, myself and another swimmer um, who I confided in, who he hadn't tried anything with, but was, who had told me and was aware of all these other things. We went over to this girl's house and she was probably 15 at the time, but he had known her since she was 11. Right. And and she ended up being on the 2020 show and had to get an abortion. No way. Yes. And by the way, so talented and definitely would have been an olympian had her mind not been fucked with by this monster i mean Fuck him. Yeah, yeah she would have been she, you would know who she was okay she was so good i remember when she, she was a distance freestyler and was uh so capable of doing long uh, huge amounts of yardage when she was like 10 years old right. which is you know a rare ability for a kid that young and she would have been a monster athlete right you know wow. some things you just can't come back from right when you have no help right um and so she was derailed but anyway my friend and i went over to her and i said this is what andy did to me and and it's weird because she, she and i have been spoken since then and she said i don't know what you're talking about you know wow. I said, doing? but i could tell from her her face that she knew exactly right 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 and and i i was like oh okay like i and i felt like uh, kind of like an idiot. Well, and I, you were trying to rescue her. I was, and I called a couple other people, um, girls on my team, and I said, hey, Andy did this to me. Did he do anything like this to you? And a couple of people said no, and then somebody hung up on me right away, and I'm like, okay, he probably did something to her, right. too. And there and there's a couple of girl swimmers that had anorexia, just problems where you're like, looking back, you're like, oh, I can, if you look at our team picture, right. you can go, her, 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 right, her. Right. She's too thin, she's too fat. She's like, you can see how everyone's lives turned out. Who were the girls he tampered? With. How, how, how much do you think this happens with coaches? Oh, it must happen a lot. It's just it's it's such a weird line that you don't know when you're crossing a little bit, right? Especially if you're the teenager. I mean, the the adults should know, right? And and the I think the way a teenager worships an adult is unlike how any other person right. worships them, right? And it, that that must turn people that are prone to be awful into monsters, you know, I know. Ben. Uh, Uh, he went
2: someone you know they uh, these people were like oh you should have him come play with blank or you know and i brought him it was like a year ago or maybe more uh to play with these kids and the coach was really you know the yelly type and ben doesn't care but uh at one point he was he smacked him on the ass you know you know he was like all right eric kids go and he smacked him on the ass. And after I said, do you want to play for this team? He said, no. He had no right to smack me on the ass. That's great. And we never. That's awesome. Know. It's it's. And it was just, it, it wasn't even, it was like a guy, you know, ah, you know. He yeah. was like, no, you don't touch me. Yeah. So, which I thought was, thank that's God. That's great. You know, yeah. but uh, so you, go, I mean, I think that's really bold of you to go to the girl's house. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, in retrospect, it kind of was, yeah. I wish, like, I wish and now, she's never, you've never spoken to her since. No, no, I have, to, she's oh, right. the one that ended up bringing one of the lawsuits against Andy that got him. Did she ever prison. say to you? Yes. Thank she, you. Yes. And she said, she said, how long after this is in 2005. So wow. 2006. Yeah. Um, but she had said i always remember when you came over and i told you it wasn't happening she goes i felt terrible wow it's like wow i remember that too it was that, you know but she she was only a teenager and right. she did not understand what was right, happening right. you know so okay yeah.
2: so after that do you ever go back to college
1: no mm so, I, I would love to one day, like when I, I'm seventy or something. It, is
2: it something? How long? How many? How long did you spend there? Uh,
1: a year and a uh, excuse me, a half is three quarters of a year, I guess. Yeah, okay, like two and a half. Did quarters. and do you feel like shitty that you didn't finish? Yeah, I kind of did, especially when I was um, trying or looking into getting writing jobs. That I, it always felt like everyone went to Harvard, right? And like, right? Oh, like I. I, not only did I not go to an Ivy, I dropped out. Right. Like, it's it's kind of shameful. And well, I must not be one of those smart comics. I must right. be something else, you know? Oh, please. You know, yeah. you know
2: I, I do notice that uh, that one of the regrets that uh, comics that I've met who didn't graduate college, they always had this, like, insecurity yeah, thing definitely. about it. Yeah, definitely, um, yeah. Okay, so... What do you do after you graduate, after you drop out?
1: Then I just, while well, I was working for Andy for a little bit, right. and then that, then I had, that was a huge failure of trying to catch him. And then right. I just stopped being associated. I quit swimming. Right. I quit all of it. Do you swim now? No, I go. I go through periods. I swam masters in my twenties. Wow! Then it was fun. I, I mean, I was on the road all the time, so right. it was like a, a thing to do is to try right. to find a pool in whatever shitty yeah. town I was in. So that that's was awesome. Gave me something to do. That's that what week. I
2: did when I was running. I yeah. would find a you know other people who run. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just so you know, because I think you know, you don't know this, but my father died swimming. No, seriously. Yes, my we are all big swimmers, and so my father was doing laps, and he got out of the pool, and he had only done like ten laps or something. And my mother went to say, "Harold, why I didn't you?" And he had a heart attack. he, wow. he His eyes rolled back, and yeah. You know, so, so, d- I, but that was on the deck. No, no, that was at the swim club that I was fucking hated going to. Oh. No, he had gotten out okay, of the pool. Okay. And my mother was about to ask him, and he, you know. Wow. So, uh, but we all swim. My brother swims Alcatraz. Oh, neat. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, But every time I'm in the pool, I always think of my father, you know, because I... He loved swimming, so yeah. it didn't. It was like, oh, that was kind of a not it's bad. It's not bad, way.
1: yeah. Um, a, a, a good friend of mine had an aneurysm when she was. She was a swimmer at Cal. She was a great yeah. swimmer. She had an aneurysm and died. in No the pool. way. Mm-hmm. How old? Thirty-five. Fucking shit. Total random.
2: Ugh. I'm sorry. It. Yeah. This it is was really was funny. This podcast. <laughs> okay. So how do you?
1: When, let's get into the. How do you get into stand up? Um, I was. Uh, living with my parents in the East Bay and how um, was that living with your parents I needed to my dad had lived overseas for many years and he was finally home and so I wanted to kind of reconnect okay so I was fine and I I, you seem very close to your father yeah okay yeah yeah. okay Uh, and uh, so I just started going to see stand up in the city like the do you ever hear of the other cafe yes okay wait I just want
2: to say one thing before we move on to the other cafe you testified in the Andy trial.
1: I was a I was a uh, a Jane Doe who, with written testimony. And it was, it was more just to to give the that judge... That should be your stage name. Yeah. <laughs> Jane Doe! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, she's really uh, <laughs> original. Ladies and gentlemen, Jane Doe, yeah. <laughs> um, it was, it, I and everyone else who had a story testi- did a written testimony so the judge could see what a, a long history this guy right. had and give him the harshest possible. Ju- uh, and what, what did he end up with? 40 years at age 70. So he'll never be, he'll die in prison. Good, fuck him. Yeah, he must be close to 80 now. Um,
2: all right, so you go, the other cafe. Where was the other cafe? It was in,
1: it was on, is in Haight Ashbury. Right. And it was. Uh, I remember hearing about it in the 80s. The
2: stage, the Didn't less, Henriette work at the, uh, I do Henriette Mantel. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay, yes, yes. I
1: remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Paul Poundstone was yes, famous. Yes, yes, Because one of the... It was in the corner of a room, and the left wall was a window onto Ash, Ashbury? Either on Ash... to Anyway, to yes. just every creature in San Francisco that walked by right, right. <laughs> in the in the 80s and 90s right and San Francisco was amazing back then because right. it was affordable so right. all the interesting people still lived in it right and uh, and Kevin Meany was oh, yeah. you know great at places like that and I saw Dana Carvey a bunch of times and Bobby Slayton right and, and you
2: would just go there as an audience member uh, yes
1: and then seeing a female comic who wasn't that good on amateur night or the Tuesday night I was like oh I bet I could do that wait who was it I'll write it down I wouldn't tell you
2: is it a person who still does stand up
1: no you might know okay
2: wait (laughs) just I just want to have a reaction okay do 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 no no, not Jewish okay go ahead (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh, I think I do remember that name but
1: anyway uh, okay so uh, how do you get on stage uh, my open my, my first open mic was at Foo Bars in mm-hmm. um, Concord, California. Did you ever work Foo Bars? No. Um, it was at one point. It it was uh, booked by Tom Sawyer, and so we'd bring people out to do cops and Foo Bars. But anyway, he uh, still books. He books. whatchamacallit. He still. he still works for um, Cobs was bought yeah. by Live Nation, so right. he works for them. But he's not like before. He was a single owner booker. Remember
2: when it wasn't owned by these fucking corporations? Yeah. And you could just work clubs yeah. because you had a good relationship with yes. the booker. Yeah. The fuck! I don't even work really clubs hard anymore. Now. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. We're gonna get to that in just a few okay, minutes, cool. ladies and gentlemen. Because this business sucks.
1: Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and did you guy? Did you know a guy named Tree, a comedian named Tree? He looked like a gay Nazi, um, and he had like a big Harley. Please look of- it up. Contingency. Oh, you can't audience. Wait, let me see if anyone okay. texted me. Oh, gay Nazi, but he wasn't um, either. Mm. He was. He I just mean, all the Nazis kind of
0: looked gay. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. He was super pale, shaved his head, and wore leather chaps on stage. Yeah. And he was a great character. And he would he would kill. Did you ever watch Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. No. He would like kill with a Sons of Anarchy crowd, which is nice. like a, a very specific. Uh, significant oh, population in California. Yeah, uh, nicest guy
2: in the world. Let's say images like a biker, biker crowd. Oh, well, I remember him. Is this him? Do you remember him? Is this him?
1: Is that him now? well I don't think so.
2: No, wait.
1: Right, it's this comedian guy. Tree. Tree. Just I don't know. T R E E. Chaps. I can't see it. Yeah. Okay. This is great radio, by the way. What
2: the fuck is this weather? That okay. is true. That is true. Yeah. Okay.
1: So he threatened to um, he said this is this lady's first time on stage, and if you heckle her, I'm gonna kill you. Right? <laughs> and this is awesome. And my dad was in the audience.
2: You oh, know? your dad came to your first show? He,
1: he went on the road with me. Oh I took him around I took him on one nighters. Right. Like, yeah, I
2: used to take my mother with me after fun, my father right? died. Yeah. Yeah. Dead.
1: All right, Dead. So,
2: um <laughs> <laughs> so how was the first time? How
1: was it? Oh, I killed. Yeah, you always killed because the first I ha- time. and I was supposed to tell marketing, and they all came. I it was like a oh. bringer show, right? I did a bringer, whatever the, a version of that was, and they loved me. And then, I, I the whole thing was I I had a uh, a pamphlet from Tova Felsha, who used to have a yeah. makeup collection.
0: She and, did. Yes, that's a bell, isn't it?
1: That's a major bell, totally. Tova. Yeah. Yes, and so and it, the the text was. As ridiculous as you would think right. it was, so I just went up and sort of read it and then made comments. Right, love it. Yeah, I it killed. And then the next week, without my telemarketing uh, family in the audience, I bombed. Right. And then I was like, "What happened?" And right. I, I've been, it's been sort of like that ever since. Yeah, that's do like, I that, Yeah, how do I <laughs> go? It's like you're doing Coke, trying to. You're solve trying a
0: to puzzle. go. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> as
2: we always say,
0: sell on.